Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Founders Shed. Uh, my name is Hamlin. I'm here with Shane. And uh, yeah, welcome to episode three. Episode three already. It's flying by. It is. It is. It's been uh, a couple of weeks since our last episode. Um, but yeah, this week we're talking all about finding your why, uh, which has been something that Shane and I have uh, had to experience quite a lot in our careers and also over the last few weeks. Um, it's something that I've been meditating on quite a lot. I say meditating, I don't mean actually like sitting meditating, but just like thinking about it um, a lot <laughs> in the shower. It's, it, it's, a really, it's a really great thing to think about though, isn't it? Like we, uh, I only came across this concept over the last kind of couple of years, right? Like over maybe three years ago, started, started appearing kind of in my mind and in front of me all the time. And um, yeah, I, I, uh, I was introduced to the book, start, which started with Why Simon Sinek, um it's a fantastic read and and that's now shaping probably every, everything that I do in my life in some way shape or form whether it's business or whether it's personal I always now start with why rather than what yeah absolutely and I do too I mean I use it all the time in my work with clients when I'm helping them with their branding and their business and marketing stuff I'm always encouraging them to both think about the reason why they're doing what they're doing um, for, for those of you that don't know uh, what we're talking about, um, we're, this is based on a concept uh, made famous by a guy called Simon Sinek, who is, how would you describe him, Shane? He's like, kind of like a business celebrity, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, really, he's really inspiring to anybody who's interested in kind of business and leadership, I would yeah. say. It, it's not necessarily just business. I know a lot of teachers who are super interested in in his teachings and kind of how he yeah how he does his 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 kind of talks and all the rest of it so yeah business and leadership yeah business and leadership he's very sort of <clears throat> his approach is very like down to earth very people driven um you said talks about leadership um i think start with why was his first uh, ever book there's an amazing ted talk which i would encourage all of you to watch even if you've already seen it or already familiar, just go and watch it again and refresh yourselves because it really is brilliant. Um, we'll put a link in the description as well so you can find that. Um, but the concept of start with why is Simon Sinek explains that most businesses can are very good at telling you what they do and some can even tell you how they do that thing differently to other people but very, very few businesses can actually tell you why they do what they do. And what he then starts doing is he starts applying this thinking to modern day examples. And he, and he kind of demonstrates that the businesses that are doing really well, that have the strongest sort of following is because they've got a really solid why at the core. And because they have that, it means that people just naturally gravitate towards them because they understand fundamentally what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah, so, there's a really great example of this, right? Where, and I think it's worth just touching on this quickly, the fantastic example, which everybody who's listening to this will probably understand is, is Apple, right? And they, they are fantastic. And people often wonder why Apple can diversify so much within their product ranges but still be successful in all of those areas. It's, it's because of their why. And we were talking about this just before we started this podcast, actually, Hamlin. Um, 
but I, I think it's a fantastic one. So maybe you want to just share that quickly because I know you're quite familiar with this. Uh, yeah, so this is the example I always use when I'm talking to clients or anyone that wants to wants help with this. I always use this as an example. Um, so when Apple was selling computers in the 80s, for example, when they were first getting big as a company, if you'd asked any other computer business like what what they do or why they should buy from you, they would probably tell you something like, we make great computers. <clears throat> and you would expect, if Apple were like another company, they would probably say something on the lines of, we make beautifully designed computers. But actually, Apple's why is more meaningful than that. It's all about doing things differently, being on the cutting edge. And because that's their why, it means that can then inform everything else. That Their why can inform what they do and how they do it, which means that the products they make can change. If their why was about making computers, they'd only ever be able to make computers, but because their why is about doing things differently, it means that they could create the Macintosh, which was a revolutionary computer. They could change the music industry in the 2000s with the iPod and iTunes. They can create the iPhone in 2007, wearables, iPads, revolutionize personal computing. and that's what the future looks like for them. Apple could make a car. Um, I think there's even rumors that they might enter into that. There's the rumors about them doing that. And they've also got um, uh, banking on the agenda yeah. as well. And Apple card. So, the, you know, the, it just means that it's so open in front of them. The only thing is they have to, as long as they're doing it in line with their why, they can do anything. But those things match, you know, to be on the cutting edge, to be doing things differently. It means that they have the ability to always be there. I mean, they launched their, their streaming service, uh, Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus, around the same time as uh, Disney Plus, maybe just before. But and I'm, I was, I think this was last night. I was sitting on my TV, like flicking between the channels, and I was thinking, you know, this is probably like the last opportunity to really get on that boat of like big streaming services. And Apple and Disney have kind of like just jumped on at the end, and. But that's the thing, I think having a why that's really clear allows you to have this awareness of all these other arenas that you can go down. And it's, but yeah, but it's, it's like a compass, isn't it? It can kind of just help guide you to make those decisions. Yeah, and it's, it's really interesting as well because nobody, like, if, like when, when we talk about Apple turning to financial services, right? You're like, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense, right? You know, they, they've got Apple Pay and all the rest of it, you know, it all ties in. If I turned around to you and said, Dallas start in their own bank, you, you'd laugh. Yeah. It's not going to happen. And, and there's a similar example when Dow tried to, um, uh, to enter the MP3 market, right? So a Apple had done it and nobody questioned it. Everyone started buying Apple iPad, uh, iPods and they were really, really successful. Dow tried to do the same thing and they just, <laughs> they just flopped. It didn't work. Yeah. You know, because, because people associated Dow with, computers rather than their way of doing things differently like Apple had. Yeah, and yeah, there's so many things about Apple that are like really fascinating to study um, from a, not just like a marketing and branding point of view in the way they present themselves, but just in general, like the, their culture of innovation, like they, they invented their own, they have their own patented design for a pizza box. It's like a round mm -hmm. box that the engineers designed to keep the pizza perfectly warm because they have pizza in their cafeteria so they designed like a patented box 
it's an expensive it's, box to have but yeah it's like the most apple thing ever but yeah it's a, it's a really fascinating company to study and i think that they're a great example of the the um start with why and why that's so important to do that um, so let's let's put this back to the golden circle then right which is one of the key key learnings key takeaways for me from from that book to start with why and i think it's a really great visual representation mm. which we can put up on the screen for, for those who are watching but yeah. for, those, for those who are just listening this is uh this is like a target right so in the middle your very uh, your very smallest target point is the why so that's what you start with and then you build your layers outside of that which is the how and then the what now most traditional companies would start with the what what are we going to do um, then they work out how they're going to do it Whereas what we're saying and what the book teaches is you start with why. Why are you actually going to do this? Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you imagine those three sort of concentric circles um, and when I when I've done this exercise in the past, you what you realize is people are very used to starting on the outside with the what they can tell you what what it is that they do. Like we sell computers or we sell this or whatever it is. And then you can sometimes start to identify what's on that inner ring, which is the, the how, which might be how you do things differently to a competitor. It's very much focused on like the present on like what you're doing right now. Um, you know, we're selling, I don't know, we're selling pastries and but it's different because we've got, you know, loads of lovely vegan stuff and blah, 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 blah. And we do this pastry that this person doesn't do. Yes, that all makes sense, but like, why, why are you doing that? And it's a it's a much harder question to answer. And I think that's why Simon Sinek kind of realised this and and made it the the focal point. Because if you are able to answer that question, like really dig deep and answer that question, because it's not a shallow answer you can give. And the other thing is that when you are finding your why, especially as a business, the why can't be money the why you do things can't be to make money because and Simon Sinek also has a brilliant way of explaining this um, which is that money is not is not a goal it's an outcome so it's something that you achieve through following that why and he also has another good anecdote which is that think of money like fuel um, a car needs fuel to get from A to B but the purpose of having a car isn't to get fuel the fuel is the thing that allows you to, to, to go from A to B. So, and when you start thinking of it like that, you actually realize that that why has to be something quite emotional. It has to be something very, it has to be like a, a mission, something that can't just be achieved. It can't just be, we want to sell this many units, you know, yeah. because once you achieve that, you're hollow again, you have no why. So it has to be something that can't really be achieved. Like, if you go back to the example of Apple, the think different and be on the cutting edge is a why that keeps moving as the goalposts move. It's something that always is relevant. And the same can be said, your why might be about helping people, helping a community. It might be about um, solving a problem, solving world's biggest problems, something yeah, like that. Yeah, and it, it, it's, it's great to see now that organizations and companies are actually seeing this and we'll get onto how this affected us in just a second but as a lot of you know my day job is with nationwide build society 
And we've actually taken this concept as well recently. So rather than having kind of big departments about, okay, this is our cars, this is payments, this is servicing, we're now moving to mission-led kind of development. So it's all about like, what does this do for the members? Like, why are we doing this? It's not about kind of how do we make the most money? It's about why are we doing this? And it's great to see that in Nationwide because this is a big, massive organization here in the UK that is understanding their why and their why is to serve their members. It's not to make money. And of course, you know, we, we are a building society rather than a bank. So it's slightly different. We don't have shareholders and, and all the rest of it. The, the members are essentially the shareholders. Hmm. So it, it, it's, it's different, but it's all driven around those members. And we're now encouraged to, to kind of challenge on things that we don't see as beneficial to the members. Hmm. Um, and that's something that I am quite passionate about in terms of when new items of work come into to the squad where I work, you know, I'm open to challenging those and saying, well, actually, why are we doing this? Is, is this cost effective? What's the outcome for the member? It's not about, you know, let's just go and do this because that's what we're told to do anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So shall we pull this over to how this has affected us? Because this has changed up dramatically, right? Like when we started Van Heroes, for example, um, we, we were all excited about being this big, massive Silicon Valley startup, essentially, right? Where we were going to make millions and millions. And over the course of this kind of learnings of finding our why, we changed that quite dramatically. And the Van Heroes why, when we started thinking about this a bit more, it changed our brand, it changed what we were doing. It, it wasn't just about being this big startup that made millions of pounds. It was actually, we're here to serve a community. That, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to connect communities. Um, and so it's affected us quite dramatically, both in business and personal lives as well yeah uh, yeah I mean what was your when can you remember what your sort of like first reaction was when you discovered that start with why concept because I think most people when they when they because it's such an actionable concept it's something that you can once you understand it you can instantly take it away and start applying it to things and whether that's applying it to businesses that you know or the business you work for or, um, you know, I, I think it can extend to other things outside of businesses, which we'll come on to in a minute. But yeah, I think everyone's first reaction is like, well, what is, what is the why of, of, what, of the, the company I work for or the company I'm building? And I think that that's kind of was our initial reaction too, wasn't it? We were working on Van Heroes at the time, um, you know, working evenings and weekends outside of our day jobs. And I think for the first time we tried really using this was when we uh, rebranded Van Heroes. So in the early days, Van Heroes had a different name. It was called Totes. And we we talked about rebranding it and changing the name. Um, and there'd also been a it also been a a bit of a thing where there was another company that had the tote name, but they were a completely different, completely different company. And um, we were put in touch with a a really it was a really great sort of like marketing guy who worked for the other business and we were talking to him about like what our options were and um then we kind of realized actually this is a great opportunity to like refocus what the company is about and if that means changing the name we'll just change the name but we'll use this start with why 
framework to try and inform that decision. Um, and I remember that session really well. We were sat in, in the workshed in Swindon um, on that whiteboard and we had the golden circle drawn up and we were, you know, spitballing like names and ideas and, and just trying to really think about like, why are we doing this? Like, what is the reason? And, it, and understanding that it can't just be, well, what are we about? We can tell you what we do. We connect people with vans. Uh, but why, why are we doing it? And I think it kept coming back to this helping communities and connecting people. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. It was, um, it was a great session that I really enjoyed that. And that really helped me understand the concept as well of finding your why and start with why. And th that's ultimately what drew us to the name Van Heroes, right? Like it, it wasn't just about a name. It was you know, these are heroes, these are people that are coming to your need. You know, it was, it was about connecting those communities of people who needed people with vans and people with vans who needed customers. It was bringing those guys together. Yeah, I think when you have your why so clear like that, it suddenly becomes like the spirit level for every idea you have. So when you have it come up with a name like Van Heroes, which at the time seemed like really obvious, like almost too obvious, like we can't, we were already referring to them to the drivers as heroes, yeah. even though we weren't called van heroes. And, but when we thought, well, they drive vans and we call them heroes, so. And it just felt like, this is really obvious. Why have we not thought about this before? And then when we, when we sort of lined it up with our why, we were like, that just, that name kind of radiates what we're all about. Like it feels really approachable. It feels really friendly. It feels really like proactive and wanting to help. And that is exactly, what we were all about so uh and then yeah we, i guess we found that why helped us later on with loads of other things yeah uh, definitely i mean on, on that journey with with van heroes we essentially found our why as well which wasn't you know it was, it was still about helping people helping communities and all the rest of it so our our why as a partnership kind of evolved as well and it, it drew us to this concept of entrepreneurship and helping people who work in large corporations understand startup values and vice versa people in startups getting the benefits of the the big corporations so it naturally drew us across right yeah yeah and yeah let's just talk about that quickly so our why at van heroes was about helping communities and connecting people and then once we kind of realized that we realized that the scope of that was bigger than just connecting everyday people with local van drivers. We realized there was bigger scope. There was scope to work with businesses, uh, scope to work with local companies. And that's where the opportunity with Nationwide actually came up to place employees from Nationwide in Van Heroes to kind of have this like learn by doing environment. So uh, Shane, you had a couple of people that you knew within Nationwide uh, that were interested in just coming and helping us out. And in return, they were getting all these amazing experiences of being coming from a massive organization like Nationwide, where they're very siloed to being in uh, Van Heroes, which is, you know, having to wear about 50 different hats and, um, you know, all trying to get things done in a very short amount of time with that agile mindset. Uh, but that was in line with that helping communities because it was it was bigger than just fans and drivers. And you you touched on how 
it shaped our why as, a, as founders. And I guess the our why and the Van Heroes why are kind of one in the same because the, the business was us. Because we were the founders, our personal mission sort of was echoed by the business. And I think when you find the why, that is what you're doing. You're, you're deeply humanizing what you're trying to do with your business, especially if you're starting something yourself. You're, by finding that why, you're, you're tethering yourself to that business and saying, like, what am I trying to achieve through this business? And by doing that, you allow the business to become bigger than you. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry, the lag when we're talking on Zoom, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, always going to overlap. No, I think you're right. And, um, you know, I, I, I look back at Van Heroes and that, that why was echoed all the way through to the end for us. Um, and, you know, I, I absolutely adore the why that we created in there. Um, and as you say, it speaks very much from the heart of us um, and what we're passionate about now. And when I look at the successes, and we had multiple successes with Van Heroes, right? You know, from being the, the best tech startup in, in, in the world from techies, um, all the way through to the, the entrepreneurship program that we created. The, the why of helping people was echoed through our love of watching the, the people that came from Nationwide into the organization of Van Heroes and watching them grow as people. I look at people like Leah and Ryan and Rachel and, and James and all these guys um, that came through and experienced life of Van Heroes and watched their mindsets change, watch their mannerisms change, watch how they evolved as people. Um, and I get the benefit of watching them both at Nationwide and at Van Heroes. And that journey that those guys went on because of our why is what keeps me passionate about our partnership and what we can bring to the table. Yeah, and there's, yeah, absolutely. And there's two other things I want to add to that point. And the, the first one is when you have your, if there are two of you or more of you working on a project and you have that why that you can all agree on, it brings you together and kind of unifies you. So even if your personal sort of why and reasons for doing things are slightly, are slightly different, if you can establish the why when you're at that company or when you're sitting down in those board meetings, if you've got a purpose you can all agree on, it just unifies you and again, acts as that sort of spirit level. So even though you, Shane, had your own sort of whys and personal goals between Nationwide, Band Heroes and other things, and I had my own. When it came to working together on Van Heroes, we just knew exactly what to do. Uh, the other thing is that it means it. We last episode we talked about how it's okay to fail, and I think that one of the reasons we have such a good attitude towards failure is because we're very comfortable with our why, and ultimately because we had such a strong why with Van Heroes, it meant that when things happened like for example, closing down the business and deciding to call it quits in December after over two years, two, three years, we were able to use our why as a spirit level and go, well, that's not really a failure because we were, we were true to the why until the end. We, and the reason that we stopped doing Van Heroes is because we could no longer fulfill our why that way. We couldn't connect communities and help people with through doing vans and the only way we could 
keep doing the band thing was if our why started changing and that wasn't good enough. So it actually made more sense for us to keep the why and change the how and change the what. And that's basically the reason why we are now doing this entrepreneurship program. The why is pretty much the same. It's about helping people, helping communities, but the how and the what is slightly different. Uh, it's building on our experience from Band Heroes, but it's more about that entrepreneurship piece. And it's more about working with local businesses, working with local startups and helping accelerate people's careers in the process. Yeah, exactly. And it was such a natural transition for us that we didn't, it, it wasn't like we were starting from scratch again. It was, okay, we're, we're halfway there already. Like we, we understand our, our why, you know, it's the same, same thing with Apple, yeah. right? You know, like they don't have to start from scratch every time. They, they've got, they've got following, people understand what they're doing. Um, and I think that's the same for us. We can be really genuine with what our why is and why we're doing things. Um, when we go to organizations and we approach them about the entrepreneurship program, you know, it, people understand it straight away. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it gives us more confidence because we know the, we know we can do the things we say we're going to do. <clears throat> when it comes to the how and the what, we know we can do that. Yeah. Um, when it came, when it was Van Heroes, we didn't have any experience with logistics and, and vans. So even though that's where the idea came from, we got to a point where we were like, we know clearly how we want to do this. Uh, but we, I feel like we're lacking this experience and this expertise. Whereas now we've replaced that. We replaced that with something that we know we can do really well, but the why is still the same. And that gives us much more confidence that we can achieve that, that we can follow that why for a lot longer. Uh, we can do what, what companies like Apple do where they diversify and they are able to add more things, add more pieces to the puzzle as they grow. Um, yeah, it gives us a lot more confidence to do that. Now, we spoke a lot about um, kind of business-wise, right? But I'd love to touch on personal-wise as well, because this is something that a lot of people don't think about. Every, everything that they relate to with the why is, is around business. But actually, there's a lot of personal-wise that you can do. And the, the personal-wise can change throughout your life. Your, your personal why at the age of 16 is very different to that of one of... 25 to that of one of 35 etc right it changes but i think it's really important to understand your personal why as well um so should we cover that for a little bit yeah sure I, this is something that i was thinking about quite a lot because i think this is especially true if you're trying to kind of find your way with work or with a career or with education i think that it, there's so many options out there and there's not always a lot of advice and facts about what is out there to do. Um, and I, I was thinking about this. I was trying to understand like, what is my why? Like why, what is my purpose? Because I've had different roles and different jobs in the past. And I try and think those times where I wasn't feeling fulfilled what was like what was missing what didn't i have and those times where i i was feeling fulfilled what was the common denominator because not all of those times were exactly the same not all of those interests i had were exactly the same so you said about how your why changes um as you uh grow older i feel like my why 
I was trying to answer the question, what if my why has always been the same, but just the what and the how is the thing that's been changing because that's what I'm, I'm experimenting with different things. So, because I was trying to think, you know, I, I used to love art and drawing when I was younger and then I really loved music and then it kind of went to design in graphic design and now it's more marketing and, and business and strategy. And I'm kind of thinking, what is the tether between those things and I thought well maybe my why is something like making good ideas a reality it could be as simple as that it's, it's something that is never going to be fulfilled uh, in that I can't make all the good ideas uh, reality but I can have a go at, at doing as many as possible but that would explain a lot that would explain why I have an affinity to anything with a creative process um, and that would also explain why I have a love for things like games and films and anything that, that's required a creative process to put it together. Anything that started off as an idea that someone had and it became something. And I'm also fascinated with stories of things that nearly didn't happen. Like um, there was uh, something about Star Wars is that George Lucas, he, he, he managed to get this executive from Fox on before he made Star Wars and he showed him the script. And the guy sort of looked at the script and was like, I have no idea what the script is about. You know, he's talking about dogs flying spaceships and all this stuff. And he was like, but you seem like a talented guy. You can, you know, I'll give you the money to make the film. And you're just thinking like, imagine if that just didn't happen. <laughs> um, so I get fascinated with, with anything like that. So yeah, I don't know, maybe maybe my why is something like that. But as I've gone through, as I've got older, my my how and my what, the way I kind of explore that why has changed. Yeah, that's yeah, that's interesting. And maybe maybe for me then, maybe it's not about my why changing. Maybe it's just about the, the how and what you the what, as you say, and that I'm still yet to find my personal why. I've not I've not spent the time looking at a personal why for me yet, but I, I see my life changing and I see things changing around me all the time. So, you know, the how and the what has changed, but I'm, I'm yet to find my personal why. That's something I need to, you know, have a look at and, and that will help me shape my future as well and, you know, and that of my family. But I think it's a really important one for people to think about as well because, you know, it's not, it's not just for business, this why concept. It's, mm. There's so much more to it that can really help you understand what you're doing right it's not just about going to work you know if you if you're just going to work for a paycheck then your your life isn't fulfilling like my my personal journey with with work has changed dramatically throughout my career starting off from sales to marketing and kind of moving through to operations now business design but the thing that i'm passionate about that I've always been passionate about, I guess, and maybe this is my why, is about being a people servant. It's not, it, it's not about, um, and, and you know, I'll, I'll explore this concept offline and, and spend some time for myself doing this, but I think the people servant thing is, is what I, it is potentially my why. I'm, I'm here to support my family. I'm here to support my friends. I'm always here to support all my line reports at work. I'm here to support non-line reports. I, I, I see myself as a people servant, not a people pleaser. Yeah. I'm not here to please people. They're two very different things. Mm -hmm. I'm a people servant. I'm, I'm here to help them 
achieve their whys, essentially. Yeah, I think it's <clears> the <throat> finding your why is is about finding what gives you fulfillment, like what what allows you to go to bed at the end of the day feeling like that was a good day, that was a successful day. Um, and you know, for some people, it will be about helping others. For some people, it will be about solving problems. Um, I think there's, I can't imagine there's a lot of core whys, but I think that the, the, the way that you fulfill that why, the what and the how, there's infinite possibilities there. That's where the richness is. But if you don't have that why to guide you, it can just feel overwhelming. It can feel like there's a million jobs out there that, I, that you know, I, I don't know which one is right for me. Um, and I just think, imagine if someone explained this concept to me when I was at school, thinking about a career um, yeah. or, you know, at any point in my life. <laughs> um, well, this just brings you back to the, the golden circle that we touched on earlier yeah. as well. Like, you know, you talk about the infinite possibilities as you go around. That's because that's the, the biggest circle. The big if, you, if you look at it and you go, okay, well, actually, the why is this small piece and then the other pieces orbit around it, essentially, that's why that grows. The what and the how can grow to various different pieces, but the why stays the same in the centre. Yeah, and I, I would urge... So, yeah, I would urge everybody to have a go at trying to find your why, like your personal why. So get a piece of paper and draw the golden circle. So draw a big circle and then draw a smaller circle in that and then draw one more small circle in the middle. Um, your middle circle is your why. The middle, the one in the, the center is the why. The middle one is the how and the outside one is the what. So you might only be able to just put in like the what you do. So that might be your job. That might be, you know, like what, what you have, um, you know, like I'm, I'm a homeowner, I'm a, I work in this company, uh, or this is my profession. And then you might, you might think about like your how, like that might be like your attitude to things. That might be, you know, you might be a positive person. You might always be like, you might be quite adventurous. Um, you know, you can start exploring those traits and characteristics. And if you're not sure, you know, ask your friends. Um, ask other people because sometimes um, people that know you it's a lot easier for them to give you that insight so put, if you're putting together this picture of your your sort of you this one how you might then encounter this thing where you kind of have to ask yourself like am I fulfilled in what I'm doing am I fulfilled in my job um, and or, or maybe you are now, but you, there are times in your life when you weren't fulfilled. And then try and do what I did and think about what was missing when you weren't feeling fulfilled. What, what do you, you know, if you're not feeling fulfilled right now, what is it that you want? What is it that you feel like you're missing? Where, was there a time where you were feeling really fulfilled and you don't have that thing anymore? Those are the things that will help you piece together your why. Um, and a lot of the time it, it's a very it'll be a very deeply emotional thing it'll be like Shane said about helping people or about um, you know solving things or you know we're not here to tell you what your why is that's for you to figure out and it's also for you to to evaluate constantly evaluate you know come to a conclusion write something down and once you have that why then 
follow Simon Sinek's advice and start with that why and emanate out from there. So if your why is to help others, then you'll very quickly, as you work out, you'll quickly identify what in that, the rest of that golden circle is not really in line with that why. You know, you might, you might have a job where you don't interact with people at all and you go, oh, well, that's why I'm not feeling so fulfilled because I'm not having the opportunity to really fulfill that why and help people. It, it, it brings you to focus, doesn't it? Just, just re-evaluate that, revisit it. You know, your, your why can stay the same, your what and your how can, can change, but find that why and then build around it. That You can then find the what and the how around those, what fits with your why, what you want to focus on, what you want to concentrate. And I promise you, it will help you in your life. And I think, you know, there's a really kind of good ending to, to this is, you know, go, go find the TED Talks, read the book if you can, or get it on Audible, you know, and, and then put those principles into practice for yourself. Find your why and, and then build around it with your how and your what. Yeah, absolutely. And as always, if any of our listeners want to talk to us about this subject um, or even, you know, ask some opinions or <laughs> show us a golden circle that they've drawn, um, you know, please do get in touch. You can find us both on LinkedIn at Hamlin Dees and Shane Moore and we'll post some links as well so you can find us and get in touch with us. Thanks everyone for tuning in for another episode and uh, we look forward to the next one. Thanks guys. See you soon. Yeah,